Juan, check to you. Hello, 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 hello. Hi there. What's going on, everybody? So I like to open packages before the stream, so I don't get, um, so I don't get stuff everywhere. And hang on, let me readjust my thing here. Let's make sure Codsworth is here. I have an awesome stream for you today. Big, big advancements at Ursa Rio, as well as a technological advancement that's going to blow your mind. Uh, let's see, if, is Cod typing? And I have a hard out today. Um, I've been doing a deep clean on my teeth. So uh, Codsworth is here. Nice. Cod, do you want to do the uh, Super Chats now and then we'll dive in? We're going to talk about Niggle today. Niggle is a, uh, is a new service that we'll be using internally, me and Codsworth. And uh, it's, it's mind-blowing. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, dudes are warning each other about Big Bear and how addictive it is, how addictive the stream is. Uh, proof that I can't be canceled. And uh, yeah, let's just, let's just dive into it. We did salad over the weekend. Good Codsworth, good. I want to show you guys something that a bear painted me. And it is absolutely stunning. And I, I know I started a little early today, but I want to make sure I got to everything. Look at this. Somebody painted, I'm about to read this letter as Codsworth gets it going. They painted my son playing the violin. Like this is frame worthy. This is, this is absolutely incredible. And I showed it to, uh, to my family before the stream started and everybody's mind has been turned to utter gravy. That warning bit is great. Yeah, let me read this uh, letter from the artist and then we'll dive, dive deep into it. Hello, Owen. Greetings from a very small Bertaria in Worthing. How funny is it that this bear's uh, handwriting is terrible and they're an unbelievable artist. Hi, Owen. Greetings from a very small Bertaria in Worthing on the south coast of England. It was probably about four years ago I first heard of you. I was a strong admirer of Tommy Robinson at the time. And a clip of you mentioning his plight and playing How They Rule You popped on YouTube. Very few people were supporting him at the time, so seeing this dude from America getting involved was great. So I looked you up again one day at work and saw this rejigged South Park cartoon called Anti-Semitic Rosa Parks. Man, I must have watched it 20 times that day. My stomach was aching, my face hurt, and I couldn't hardly breathe. My girlfriend didn't know what was going on with me, and to be honest, neither did I. You were, you were being bathed in gravy. <laughs> I still don't know what stream it came from or the context from where the original footage was taken, but this bloke at the back of the bus yelling, shut up, sodomite, she's naming them. Jews, Jews, you're crushing it. Of all the stuff you and Mountain Bear have done, I haven't seen you play this or mention it since, and I can't think why. I, we just forget. I'll play it again. I'll show you how we can find stuff. Wait till you see Niggle. Codsworth, keep it on Twitter. Niggle, by the way, is a word, so don't think that I am going to be flagged for it. Really quick. Niggle means a trifling complaint, dispute, or criticism. It is an excellent book except for my few niggles. We can play it again when we're off Twitter. Yeah. 
Cause slight but persistent annoyance, discomfort, or anxiety. Let's just say that one of our bears is a top software engineer. and He's been working on Niggle for a long time. We now have the ability to be able to um, find the exact point of any of my live streams where I say any word or phrase. We have our own Google. It's to niggle something. I'm just going to show you this real quick before I really get into it. Um, like this is, this was from Ursa Rio. All right. Okay, so we have a tech, tech breakthrough here. It's called Niggle. Go ahead, show All right. people. All right, so you got your, uh, your search box here, and you can just type a word. Let's type Jew. And then it kind of pulls off all the results. It tells you how many. Yeah, God's word. The word Jew is not an insult, by the way. So Results, and it tells you which episode, which date, uh, the keywords. This is what Owen said. Um, and then it's sorted by, like, how good of a match it is, which obviously this one's pretty good. So do, uh, let's do. Okay, I'll just show you. I have it ready to go here. I'm in the chat right now. Let's go to Niggle Browser. Okay, so we now have our own search engine just for my live streams. So let's say Rosa Parks. So here we go. Dr. Shiva gets it. Roman Sculpture, the Twitter Crusades. Um, Rosa, let's look up Parks. Rosa Parks, the movie is being advertised on the back of the bus. Rejecting the Infinite Descent. Hope versus opium and truth versus cynicism. Big Bear's festival, fear of missing out, blah, blah, blah. So right now we're programmed to do, oh, how dare you compare yourself to Rosa Parks much? That was a phrase. And then over here, you'll see that if you click on this, it goes directly to the clip on unauthorized. Don't make me sit at the back of the bus, says Rosie O'Donnell. Hang on. What was the PSYOP lady called? They put Rosa Parks on the back of the bus, and so a lot of people want Rosa Parks, the movie. So let's say uh, you're a girl who watches this stream, and you want to know, um, where does Amy talk about sourdough? Actually, we haven't went back. All right, it's like, it, okay, if I just put sour. Crackers and gravy. Salty Cracker joins the streams to discuss overcoming cloud and world. It's like, it's an inversion. Up is down, left is right, it's biblical. They see a fucking meal because you know it's sweet. It's always, all right. So you understand how cool this is? Like, let's say I want to look up um, gravy. So class in session, Big, Big Bear fact checks, Karen, fake news attack and gives court. Because I am, you know, by Friday, my gravy is, I'm not going to say it's bad. So you understand how much of a game changer this is. Okay, sodomy versus flat earth, old world Florida with Dr. Longo. Okay, so this, these are all the episodes that I've mentioned gravy. And so right now we go back to uh, 2022. But now, so all of my speech to text has been logged. And we now have niggle. So you go into niggle. And, um, and you can niggle your way into finding exactly where I bring up anything. And so right now, it's the last year and a half. And we're going to eventually get it all the way back to episode one. Caesar salad. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm so unbelievably grateful for um, everybody that's been a part of Niggle. It's, it's a game changer. Like think about it. There, there's no other podcast in the world in history that has ever done a search engine just for their podcast for voice to text. 
Like you can think up any phrase I've ever said. If you're like, well, what was that stream where Owen said blah, blah, blah. You just niggle it. Just go into niggle, 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 niggle. And uh, we are coming up with new ways to use niggle. And we'll be using niggle throughout this stream. Genius programmer, the bears are the greatest. Yeah, and so um, and so the programmer was actually, uh, he's like a good friend of our families. My kids hang out with his kids. Uh, he was up, up at Ursa Rio helping out with Ursa Rio all weekend. So was uh, Karma Warlock and... Uh, uh, we had uh, Framer Bear came up and, um, you know, it was just an excellent time. This realm is freaking great. Yeah, it's unreal. Hey, God, remember when I brought up very specific random topic? Niggles it, have it in seconds. And the word niggle is actually a verb, like to niggle. Because, okay, think about how annoying it is to have to go through all my streams. This is going to revolutionize uh, trolls, too. Trolls are going to be able, and cartoonists and everybody, like even the gamma males, like I just gave you the greatest tool you've ever used. I mean, it's not out for the public. I mean, this is a, right now, this is a very private endeavor. We are not just going to give this tool to everyone. But, uh, you know, down the line, we'll see if we can uh, make some arrangements. All right, Rockfin, fantastic. I love it. I hope there's more. Yes, thanks for the super chat. Thanks for the tip, Fadista. Carol Ann, thank you. Lee, thank you very much. Appreciate you guys. Hell is Chrome by Wilco. I think you'll dig it. I like Wilco. I like Wilco as a banner. P.S. Keep crushing you as well. Okay, for the children. Ha ha, Operation Sound of Freedom. Yeah. If you don't give me money, then the children. Kyle says, thank you for breaking spells, spilling gravy. Put this toward seed spreaders and steaks. Big blessings. Well, I mean, and also just building up Ursa Rio too. I mean, we did... Forest clearing this week. We finished the Apache cabin. We even put in flooring. I'll show you a picture. And uh, Bravo cabin is going quite well. It was a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Crafty Grower Bear with a very generous super chat. People write about the stream be being a lifeline. Friday, while hoping to receive a pink slip from that never came, the lifeline Big Bear made me laugh until tears wouldn't stop. It's easy to take for granted someone steady in your life like a helpful neighbor or a comedy live stream that keeps you smiling on your worst days. Thanks for the laugh, BB. Huzzah to the king. Indeed. Yeah, and I'm not going to, I'm just going to keep crushing. So thanks for the support. You guys are, you guys are doing great. And down the line, maybe we'll all just be niggling together. Joshua says, love the Coddington abuse, but I am partially responsible Never listen live, so here's a super chat to keep him out of Red Lobster. Thank you very much. Taylor Bear, so you like sinks, huh? Stream 1730 on July 11th, 2023. Was called Code Crack Sound of Freedom exactly three years ago. On July 11th, 2020, stream 892 is called Amy Cracks the Wayfair Case. How's that for a sink? Same topic, same day. You're a time traveler, Big Bear. Everyone can see it now. Well, and I mean, this is... Niggling is going to like break the matrix. You want to talk about a matrix? The fact that we can now niggle our way around my entire timeline. Like, okay. So people think of a timeline as a straight line. It's actually more like a record. You can jump around with a needle. And so we can niggle all over the place, finding out when I said stuff, we can, the autists can start matching numbers, coding, 
cartoonists can take any phrase they want. The, the trolls are going to be euphoric. That's why, you know, there probably will be a feed in Nagel. Because uh, I'm all for giving the trolls unbelievable tools. But it's going to come at a price. Lady QAnon Bear, I really appreciate your continued de uh, dissection of current grift. It's extremely valuable. It's a bit of a bummer to be further alienated from those I used to somewhat relate to. You don't need to be alienated. We'll get to that. You can just have a different opinion. You Don't alienate yourself. Like, I was talking to uh, one of the bears uh, up at the... Uh, up at Ursa Rio this weekend. Oh, it was uh, Wild Med Bear. It was Patrick. It was uh, Arto Survival. He was like, dude, sometimes normies are cooler to hang out with than truthers because you fucking laugh about stuff and you don't have to always be a bummer. And everything, you don't have to always be against everything, okay? And he was like, that's where the bears come in. That's why the bears are so valuable because we're like normies that are truthers. Like, you don't have to alienate yourself from anyone. You know, it's like just because you might know how a system works or not to trust certain things or how NASA mythology works, it doesn't mean you can't have a great time with normies because a lot of normies are actually cooler to hang out with than a lot of quote unquote truthers. And that's just a fact. I'm not done with this letter yet, but I want to get to this. All right. Rumble Scumbearer says, tipping ain't easy. Entropy won't accept me. And out of about 20 attempts, I eventually got one to go through earlier, but now... It's not having it again. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Scumbear. But thank you for rumble ranting me. Beardo Bear. Hey, BB, any advice on one-minute stand-up set? I lost a bet. Best bard in the land, wizard slayer, and spellbreaker. Thank you. Yeah, just tell two bar jokes and take your time. And don't forget to smile. Keep up the crushing. Thank you. B. Lawrence Bear. Keep crushing Cod. And just a tip, have a good night. Indeed. Uh, and for as abusive as I can be to Coddington... I, this one's just for him. I did an entire set just for Codsworth. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. They say that I don't do stand-up anymore, but I do, don't I, girls? So, so hey, girls. I'm going to move you to another, uh, to another field. I'm going to hire a moving company. <laughs> Oh, really? You're not going to laugh at that? Well, guess what? You're all going to be hamburgers. No, I'm just kidding. I just overreacted. Uh, hey, girls. How about the politics these days? It's utterly ridiculous. Uh, hey, girls. How about I get you on a nice insurance plan? Caflack. <laughs> yeah, I still got it. I'm still crushing it. Hey, it's, uh... It's a two hay minimum. Ugh. How about, uh, hey, 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 girls. Hey, girls, the sun's straight up in the sky. I think it's high moon. Hey, girls, the sun's up, but later, but later in the day, the moon is going to come out. Hmm. Well, anyway, make sure you tip your weight, staff, and uh, don't drive drunk. I'll see you guys next time. Uh, uh, Owen Benjamin Comedy Bard. OwenBenjamin.com. Film Grain Studio. Everyone's getting it. Denmark Bear. Hey, Denmark Bear, you want to see the uh, tech revolution? 
Tech Revolution has hit has hit uh, has hit the live stream. Check this out. So we now have Niggle, okay, and it's not available to everybody. But let's just say we want to search Utter. So when have I said Utter? I was utterly calm and in, in the knowing that when I was had overly rational feelings. So at two hours thirty six and one. Second, on unauthorized.tv, at the petrodollar ends, but super chats and mail still crush. I say the word utterly. Okay. Let's uh, think of something else. Like, how about um, Crowder? This is every time I said Crowder. Stephen Crowder literally basically said, mount up. No, it's not Crowder. Oh, yeah, here it is. All right. Stephen Crowder, bend over Crowder. Time to pick up, to take a lot of dicks in your ass. That's uh, class in session. Big Bear fact checks Karen's. So you understand how this works. Stephen Crowder's a psychopath. NASA proves space is fake and gay. A tug of war over crypto letter shows us why no one ever goes to the moon. And so I said, Stephen Crowder's a psychopath, in my opinion. Crowder, Rogan both know the truth, but get paid to stay silent. Uh, Stephen Crowder, follower, I'm struggling with drama. He's getting all the DMs from former Crowder fans. So... Understand what this means. So let's say uh, Denmark Bear. This is every stream I've ever said. Hello, Denmark Bear. Hey, Denmark Bear. Check out how he's got mud blood money. That was uh, from where creativity comes from, filling the ladle from the uh, Akashic gravy. This is how many times I've referenced old Denmark Bear in the last two years. So we can go all the way back to... Uh, yeah, shout out Denmark Bear. Hello, Denmark Bear. Okay. The fuck is a whooping cough, I said. But I'm not white. I'm so different than the French. Um, who pretends? All right. The, all right. So, yeah. And real quick, Denmark Bear just obviously. But ask yourself. Ask yourself, Denmark Bear. Quote, unquote. At hour 1.15.35 at unauthorized Ardo Survival Demonology. Shut up, Denmark Bear. As you can see, I say that right here. Does Denmark Bear remember laughter? That was uh, March 18th, 2023. 11-11, 2022. And it was kind of a dark sink. Okay, you're going to lose everything, Ray. Just cancel the festival. Come on, Ray. I have no idea what that means. Denmark Bear, you tried and sexualized me again. That was uh, November 3rd, 2022. So for those of you that don't know, the, the gravy tank, Owen Benjamin Livestream, now has its own search engine called Niggle. Niggle will, you can type in any phrase and find out exactly when and where I said it. Now, what does Niggle mean? Niggle is a word that means a trifling complaint, dispute, or criticism. It is an excellent book, except for my few niggles. So a troll is actually a niggler. Uh, and so because this whole, this uh, stream, <laughs> this search engine will actually revolutionize my trolls uh, where they can be able to hunt for anything I've ever said, which is going to be great for them, but they do have to pay me for it. Rumble, Jack says, thanks for all you do, BB. I'm catching up on past streams. You're dead on about the sound of freedom. I work in the trades and the cognitive dissonance between Trumpers and Q-tards is mind-blowing. Yeah, it's fluoride and porn. Like, you know, someone can be, like, think uh, vaccines are a bioweapon, 
but support Donald Trump, who is the father of the vaccine, and he brags about it. And that doesn't affect them. They just still function. And I think that actually leads to Alzheimer's, which is very funny because they love to mock Joe Biden for having Alzheimer's, but the way they think and function is what, in my opinion, causes Alzheimer's. Pang Gay away. Thank you. Just getting my booster, says Caleb. Yeah. What's up, Nick? Thank you, sir. All right. Is Q still a thing, says Denmark Bear? Uh, yeah. I mean, now they're, uh, now they're rescuing all the children in Colombia. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I mean, Paul from Pockets has been ripping it apart because he worked in uh, sexual treatment centers. And guys, there's nowhere to help the kids that are in America. I mean, these people that are from these backgrounds, like there is sex trafficking. There is these problems. There are these problems. What do you think? You think you kick in the door and you shoot the pedos and the kids are saved? They end up institutionalized for life. And a lot of them end up being pedophiles. And, you know, Paul worked in that field for so long that he's like, this is the most manipulative piece of shit movie I've ever. He's like, do you not see how it's manipulating you? And I've gotten a lot of private messages from people who worked with Tim Ballard who say he's a total piece of shit. You know, they, and then they go, oh, yeah, because the feds are covering. They're just they just hate. They're just they're secretly. No, I think Tim Ballard is a narcissistic psychopath who's using the fact that people have empathy towards child abuse and victims to make himself worth nine figures, a movie star, and get a ton of praise. Notice, notice how rarely he says praise be to God or anything like that. He just takes it. He like loves it. He's like a, a fiend. Yeah, you can sell anything with crying kids, Ezra Levant. Yeah, exactly. Like in the future, if you want to niggle, like when I say uh, sound of freedom, sound of freedom. So you can niggle it and the sound of freedom right here. Do you hear it, guys? It's the sound of freedom. It's seven seconds. These sound of freedom movies, but the sound of freedom, you're like a black, dark cloud. And I got raised beds and all that because this is my job. Yeah, I just watched the sound of freedom. Fucking everyone must. Everyone's got to. Yeah, yeah. And you'll be able to, uh, to just look up anything I've ever said at niggle. No audio on Odyssey, Coddington. It's probably you. You're probably a fucking retard. Letter got returned for short on postage, but 2.0 in the works. Great streams this month onward. Thanks, iBear. Pedophilia is actually easy, easily cured. No, but you're, you haven't actually looked into it. A lot of people love their violent bloodlust, uh, thinking about killing pedophiles like they love it. But they don't think about actual victims because they don't actually care. They're liars. They're like these. It's kind of like the, what the left does with uh, carbon footprint with their private jets and their climate change and all that. The right does it with pedophilia. They all sit around and go, oh, yeah, I'll string him up. I'll cut off his dick. I'll eat his dick. I'll burn him alive. Is it niggle.com? No, it's not going to be a, just a website any asshole can use, Jackabout. We're going to use it internally. And then we'll see what we can do down the line. We'll figure it out. Um, but the kids, they don't get saved as soon as you shoot the guy raping them. They're now severely traumatized. That's why the way to actually make the world a better place is to raise better kids. To like develop your community, strengthen your community. Okay? 
because like once they're broken, it's like you can you can work through it, but it's usually um, it usually you can't like just just being honest, like usually people are pretty fucked for life when they're in that type of world, like they were bought and sold as child sex slaves. Like you don't just get a blanket, some hot cocoa and become a normal person. <laughs> you know, it's like people deal with like relatively mild abuse compared to that for the rest of their lives. You know, it's like, uh, and then when you ask these quote unquote right wing heroes, if they want to live next to these people, like, let's say you had someone from three to 12 worked in a human sex slavery warehouse in Colombia, and Tim Ballard came in fucking shot everybody. Oh yeah. Cut off their dick. Oh, freedom. And then they would you want to live next to the, the saved people? Uh, what if they're just like, <laughs> like, would you want the non-English speaking, probably pedophile, damaged, crazy people living next? Of course not. So then they have to be institutionalized. Do you want to pay for their lives now? No, you don't. You know, and that's even like highly compassionate people don't like do you want to pay for all the trauma right now in Sierra Leone? Do you want to go to Niger and Chad? And do you want to go to like South Sudan and, and pick up the pieces of these people, put them next to you and pay for their lives? No, you don't. That's, that's why, you know, Tim Ballard's already pushing the chip for kids and globalism. Of course, obviously. Like, you don't actually want to, like, you know the welfare system that we already have with a lot of these areas? You don't want, you don't want that. You want to focus on your own neighborhood. Like, let's say, in order to really save the children, your taxes go up to 70, 80%, and you just have to institutionally house a bunch of Nigerians for the next 60 years. Would you do that? I wouldn't. And if you want to call me cold, no, I'm just being honest. Would you want to bankrupt your country in order to patch up these holes all over the world? And then you ask yourself, why are these people so traumatized? Is it the wars? Is it America? Like the, the Western powers will go in, strip mine a country, take all the fucking uranium, all the oil. You know, they, they test all their uh, vaccines on these people. And, and then they're all fucked up. Like Libya, um, after, you know, Netanyahu and Hillary and the big coalition, they all bombed the shit out of them. Now they have open air slavery there. So it went from the highest literacy, highest income category in Africa. Libya was doing awesome under Gaddafi. Then they bombed, they brought the freedom, you know, Obama, Clinton, Netanyahu, all these people, the, the neocons, McConnell, uh, McCain, like all these people is a coalition. It's not right or left. They, they bombed them into oblivion. And now you can buy and sell people for like $30. You can buy a dude. Okay. Do you want to be responsible for them now? Like you have to provide and institutionalize them the rest of your life or these Colombians. No. How about you don't break it to begin with? How about you don't, um, uh, uh, destabilize Iraq to begin with for weapons of mass destruction that did not exist. How about we stop lying about our foreign policy so that 
Well, it's the equivalent of taking all your glasses, shattering them, and then saying, give me all your money and I'll put them all back together. It'll take me about 20 years. How about you just don't break the glasses? How about you just live in a way that doesn't traumatize people? How about that? Oh, you sound like you, you're protecting the, the human sex traffickers. My point is so fucking obviously true. And once you see my stream, there's really no going back. Check this out. People are starting to warn each other. Take a look at this. Dude, the warnings are, the warnings are getting fucking real out there. I must warn you about this comedian, Owen Benjamin, right? He's a homesteader in Idaho. He used to be a comedian in Los Angeles, California, United States of America, landed free home of the brave. Once you listen to his three-hour streams on a daily basis, you realize that Andrew Schultz, Theo Vaughn, Joe Rogan will sell their own mother for 20 bucks. They are morally deprived human beings that promote sodomy and abortion, and they don't give a fuck about anything except their own ego and their bank accounts. I used to struggle. I used to sort through my phone, all my subscriptions on YouTube, and say, who can I watch today? And I'm like wondering why the content has gotten so dismal lately. You know why? It's because they keep regurgitating the same shit because when they're in this constant hedonistic state, that's not like uh, productive to your creativity. So yeah, be warned. Owen Benjamin, Rumble and Bertaria, the app. Good shit, man. Dude, it's a fucking legitimate warning. Yeah, people are writing me. They're like, I just watched Tom Segura's special. He does a joke about jerking off his five-year-old son. Okay, you want to you stop the human sex trap? You want to stop it? Okay, worry about yourself. Worry about your own culture. Worry about the fact that a, a now stadium act that's pre protected and promoted by Joe the Toe Rogan talks about jerking off his five-year-old. Okay. And it's obvious. It's obvious how fucking gross it's gotten. And, uh, and that's why, you know, I'll just slowly keep taking over. Because they're so fucking disgusting. And to hear the, oh, the sound of freedom is so powerful. No, I know it's powerful. I'll show you what's powerful. Hey, you're just going to put your head in the sand? You're just, you're just going to go farm and family? And, and you're going to watch. A bear painted this in my son. I got a message today of somebody saying that they, because they watched my son play violin, like their kids are now in violin. And so this art is uplifting, okay? So people are inspired to raise better kids and keep Western civilization being trained into their kids. That's how you actually save the problem. You might be able to affect five kids, eight kids, 10 kids. I get to affect thousands of kids. And that's how you actually make change in the world, okay? Watching a movie made by fucking psychopaths is not helping anybody. And that's not me. Oh, you're just full of hate. You're, you're secretly, you're secretly protecting. No, you have to build something beautiful. Okay, so Ursa Rio has had a lot of uh, tension around it and, and attacks and media and whisper campaigns and all this shit. Because I was one of the first people to ever do a crowdfund for uh, land. And we successfully did it. And we didn't hit our $2 million goal. We hit about four hundred grand. And with that amount, we had to redesign our plan. And uh, we got 10 acres on a river. And we set aside money to like build stuff with cordwood cabins and all this stuff. And we're still hammering it away every weekend. Not every weekend. As much as we can. 
And, you know, between people that once called uh, them my friends or like, you know, Slick Rick, who was there for two days and has been on a pity party tour since talking about how he was mistreated because we didn't get him enough food. We've just been hammering away at it. Same with the P.O. box, same with all the stuff that we were the first to do. And now it's becoming obvious that these are the ways forward. Like these are the ways to get through it. So I'll give you a little update. So Apache Cabin is now done. So that dude I'm lying next to is the guy who uh, created uh, Niggle. And so as you can see, we just redid that one wall. So what happened was we, we uh, originally did Apache Cabin. We finished it two years ago. And the, the, um, one of the joints broke like above. It was like six inches pushed out. So we had to remove a bunch of the wall and put in these uh, metal fabrications that Clayton made out of Utah, one of our Mormon bears, legend. He's going to be uh, visiting soon. And so we, we pushed it back in, fixed it, redid it, and then we put in the vinyl flooring. And now uh, we're going to put in the bunk beds, and it's fucking crushing. And so as we're doing that, Bravo Cabin, we've just been building that up. We've learned from our mistakes like the Apache cabin, we put in that window there to help with framing. There's a, a, another window you can't see and then the door, obviously. But now they're all jointed into place and it's much more secure. So we called it Apache because it was our, um, it was our beta test. It was, that's why it's Apache. <laughs> like it's patchy. So we've never done cordwood cabins before. And the way we do cordwood cabin is we do uh, a mix of two parts play sand in one part lime and it's uh completely natural i not sound hippy dippy or whatever but it feels unbelievable to be in there breeze and we could use uh you know portland cement or stuff i, I know like all you guys saying uh oh try this oh this works what we we've, we've worked through all this this has been years in the making we need to have it so it cures over a couple days and because this is like what we're doing you know the portland the portland cement is is when we like uh that's that's when you have like a frame and you just pour it quick and you uh and you know it it cures quickly and it's and it's firmer it is but the way we do it with uh one part lime two part play sand and then we just manually mix it like one bag at a time mix 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 we put them in buckets and then you have like a good day to just, you know, put the uh, put the wood in. And if the wood is properly cured, the wood is properly dried out, um, what's it called, um, seasoned, it doesn't mold. So after over two years of the Apache cabin, there's no mold, it's completely dry. There is some flaking that we are now dealing with in the next cabin. So as we go, we're, we learn as we go. So the first one, this is just a 12 by 12, but as you can see, it could comfortably sleep a family of four or five. And uh, it breathes and it's thick. And so it warms because we've had a um, uh, wild medic bear slept there and said it was awesome. Because at night, the body heat goes into the walls. The walls are like eight inches thick and it's just sand and lime. And, that, and the lime is from limestone. And so we make the lime. We have to let it sit there for three days. It's really... Uh, is it acidic or it's probably base, probably alkaline, but it's very, uh, it like will burn you. Not like lye, lye's crazier, but lime is like, 
you have to wear uh, gloves. One, one summer, I didn't wear gloves and I lost all my fingerprints. Would have been a great time to become a serial killer. But so this process takes a while. And the reason, one of the reasons we're doing it this way is one, budgetary reasons. Because now at this point, this is all just out of my pocket. Because we no longer accepting donors for Ursario because we have X amount of donors. So we could theoretically have uh, a festival there, a get together that doesn't go above the 500 mark, which is uh, legally how many we're allowed to have according to zoning. And because we worked out a lot of kinks this round that we are not, uh, that we've worked through and we're no longer doing at uh, Ursa Ozarks. This one is the trial run, you know? And so Ursa Ozarks will be up and running, God willing, before Ursa Rio will. Because we figured out how to do it better there. Like when it comes to zoning, we didn't have the media tax. And when it comes to like how we're buying the land and how much land we have and uh, RV hookups and how we are already having festivals there and how we already know all the neighbors and all this stuff that we worked through um, with Ursa Rio, Ursa Ozarks is crushing. And we are really, really trying to get that next 40 acres. We're going to announce the next round of fundraising. So if anybody can help out with that, that's BertariaCampgrounds.com. Uh, we have five years to get all 183 acres. We have to get X amount per year. The first year, we just banged out the 33 acres because everybody was donating. This next section is the next 40 acres. We're 100-something thousand short of it, and we have to get it by November. I have a good feeling about donations after the event because I think people are going to see it and understand it and uh, understand that many hands make light work of this. You know, we've had some massive donors, which is fucking awesome. And you guys will always have a special place in our heart and have as many perks as we can think of. But if we have a lot of people donating an amount that doesn't hurt or it doesn't seem like a lot, we can bang this out and get a, like a legitimate amount of land. Because right now the COVID restrictions and all that stuff is, is relaxed. So people are getting lazy and compliant, complacent, and like they're not thinking about the future as much. So it's harder to light a fire in people's asses. So for this next 40 acres, which we have to buy by November or else we, we, you know, our contract isn't, is, I don't know if it's null and void, but our, to get out of the contract, we have to lease all of the land for two years. That's our fee, but we'll always have the 33 acres and then whatever. So, um, some of the money that we've raised, we're now putting into gravel so that this year we don't have the mud problem that we had last year during uh, during the festival. So we have uh, enough spots for like 40 RVs, a parking lot, and then a road going in and around the, the 33 acres that we have. We've sold a good amount of uh, seed from the hay operation that we have, and that money is going to go into fencing. And then... Um, you know, now we can start having events there like donors can submit requests for, you know, workshops, uh, weddings, whatever. And so I only needed to experience one lockdown to keep that fire. Haha. Yeah. And so uh, BertariaCampgrounds.com, you can see by our efforts. I mean, anybody that's worked in this field understands how much effort goes into that to do all that by hand. So 
Understand that this and this, and then we have four other cabins. That whole foundation, we dug by hand, okay? We laid all of this cement, you know, all of that cement. We, we built the frames by hand. We dug that by fucking hand, okay? And now we're doing, we're mixing that by hand per wheelbarrow full. And so it's a labor of love. We, get, we listen to Pink Floyd or Mexican music. <laughs> we, we talk gravy. We barbecue. Like this week we had uh, solar power. Like one of the next things we're doing up there is we're going to solar power each of the cabins. And so we also had Starlink. So I did a, a live stream from up there. We have a, a river filled with trout. We have, we're going to, uh, God willing, we're going to mill cedar and make a sauna and it's going to be great and for the people that were the original donors we will come through like i don't fuck around with this stuff like i and there was such a negative campaign against me and the bears and all this stuff to break people's trust to break people's enthusiasm and thank god it didn't work but some people i think it did work on i think some people were like oh land scam oh land scam it's like why do you think they're so obsessed with breaking people's trust and enthusiasm about these projects? It's because it works. It's because it actually leads to the type of community building and the type of resource acquisition that actually saves the kids. You understand? And so the sauna's going to be lit. Yeah, Seacow, he's, he's the one who created... Um, Nagelon was up there this weekend. Great work, by the way. We're crushing. Oh, he told me a great story. Uh, Salton's a swing. It was Dire Straits was actually making fun of uh, like a cover band that sucked. Super funny. We'll talk about that in another stream. Wacko wheelchair, Mike Whelan. Yeah, and, and the pressure's now off. You know, it's just like in, in uh, exercise or health or wealth creation. Um. Endurance of pressure is what makes you strong. Like how much pressure can you endure and how far can you go? And so those media outlets that were hammering us, I mean, guys, they, they had my picture on the front page of local newspapers about zoning violations and cult leader and, and paramilitary and blah, 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 blah. They were trolling the county. They were trolling. They were like going... These NGOs were funded and fucking hammering us. Meanwhile, there's actual cults up there, actual white supremacy compounds up there. I'm sure those guys love me now. They're like, thanks for taking the heat off of us. <laughs> and, uh, but now that pressure's pulling off. I mean, ask CCAL, ask the guys that were up there this weekend. There's no issue, no looky-loos, no media attention. The county leaves us alone. Because it's, you can only cry wolf so many times before people are like, shut the fuck up, you know? Because it's just like, you know, one of the, the, one of the people that were so crazy that lied openly on record about us is selling their house. You know, it's like, we, we don't break, we don't cuck. It was super nice. Yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of good people up there. There are a lot of uh, neighbors that seem very welcoming. And uh, the only stain on Ursario is the remnants of Dirty George's time will heal. Yeah, I mean, it's it doesn't matter. That's the thing is you just have to keep going. Just keep fucking going. You know, it's one thing to accept criticism, which is good. 
and listen to people and understand criticism and grow and try and look at your own hypocrisy or your own weakness. I'm very into that. But if people are just trying to get you to quit because what you're doing is right, don't quit. And the more you resist, the more wealth, the more beauty, the more, like guys, these cabins are so cool. Like, have you ever seen that? And we had people saying, oh, it's, it's going to rot. It's moldy. It's all falling apart. Oh, it's, it's such a stupid idea. Oh, that's not how you build a cabin, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. That's, that's objectively fucking beautiful. When you have a really strong foundation, we poured the foundation normally. Like that's strong, thick concrete. We had concrete trucks, all that stuff. But then you have our mix of lime and sand, which has just got this natural, amazing feeling to it. And then you use cordwood that's dry. And then we have the, uh, the, the eight by eights and all the, the plates and all that stuff. Like that's all normal, traditional construction. And so we built all that and then, but the, the meat of this is going to be this, these, these walls that hold heat. They hold, uh, they hold cool in the summer and they hold heat in the winter. So you don't even need fire. Like you could, if you had, if you had six people in Apache cabin and we, uh, insulate, uh, you know, in the summer we, we put nets up there for the, uh, the mosquitoes. But if you insulate that in the winter, that would be fine at night. Like it could be zero degrees outside. It would be 65 degrees in there. It's unbelievably cool. My boss poured your concrete. Oh, cool. I, I think I might be friends with your boss then. There's a couple of the concrete guys up there that are fucking legends. They listen to the stream. You guys discriminating against me without even getting to know me. What's next? Jenny Tang? Paying the cost to be the boss. Yeah. And I'm just paying for this now. So... Your super chats, all that stuff, that's where it's gone. I'm not taking it out of the Ursa Ozarks fund at all. Like it, when you donate to Ursa Ozarks, BertariaCampgrounds.com, that's going, uh, that's only going to Missouri. That's only going to that. It's not going to Ursa Rio. I don't have sticky fingers. I don't take anything from that fund. Okay. I Fortunately, I've, you know, there's some generous people that'll just, uh, Send me some good super chats and we just buy fucking sand. You can get 20 bags of sand for like $105. You get the lime. Yeah, you get the lime. You mix it up. The dudes, you know, I just give them milk and berries and fucking meat. We have a great time. And these are places like Sea Cow and Karma Warlock and all these guys that come up and help. Like they can, anytime they want, they can text me and they can have a weekend with their family up there. And now we have lands in the north. Think of, like I, I do have a visionary quality and just I don't want to just say just trust me because it's always good to be skeptical of people, especially on the Internet or whatnot. But I can see things and how they can function in the future. And I am not greedy or money oriented, which is so funny because that's always um, the attack of me. Oh, he's such a thief. Oh, land scam. I'm pouring my time, my money, my reputation, all of it into these things. You know? And it's not, it's because I love community. I love the beauty of it. And so if you want to help out, it's BertariaCampgrounds.com. If not, that's cool too. But yeah, like we dug those, we dug that by hand, guys. We dug that by fucking hand.
Like, it, it was legendary. Next up, lands in the South. Yeah, Missouri, Texas County, Missouri, where we're doing Ursa Ozarks, is the exact point of the population center of the continental United States. Ursa Rio is the type of project I think a lot of us have always wanted to contribute to. Thanks, Owen, for making it possible. Of course, and thanks for Niggle. Closest thing I've done before was helping with a log cabin. Yeah, and like Carmel Warlock, like um, he was helping another bear and then uh, Temple Bear and Woody were working on another thing with another bear. It's like the vision is happening, all right? So like I know trolls can like cloud people, but if you just look at what they're doing, they're just trying to make money on our scraps. Like a rim job type, type character, him and his Asian wife are obsessively trying to get people to subscribe to their channel to watch Rimjob do AI, like, fat guy impersonation porn of me. Like, they're just trying to, like, suck any money out of, like, people that hate me. Can I pay you to say pouring differently? Ha, ha, ha. Taylor Bear, just make my goddamn suit. All right, let me finish these letters. Okay, my girlfriend didn't know what was going on. Oh, so he was, uh, this is who painted, uh, painted that beautiful picture. I'll just for you, just to recap, uh, British from England first saw me sing about Tommy Robinson, watched me do the Rosa Parks sketch, laughed so hard his girl thought he was dying. Anyway, I've been drawing teddy bears on greeting cards for a local company for 22 years now. And since the COVID bollocks, British, they say bollocks, it means balls. I now have the pleasure and luxury of working from a little art studio I built with one of my sons. Oh, you're such a legend. At the bottom of our garden. And from here, I listen to daily on unauthorized.tv. I can't thank you enough for everything. Your rants, wisdom, self-confidence, encouragement, truth, honesty, creativity, and of course, humor have helped my life immensely. And therefore, also those around me. It's been a real blessing. Before I heard of you, I was a cocky, arrogant atheist. In conversations about God and religion, I would almost certainly always come out on top. And even though the discussions would mostly be friendly and lighthearted, I know I was acting like a smug tosser. Tosser means someone who licks a, an ass, like tossing salad. Jack Cat on Rumble said, You, Red Bar, and Sam Hyde are legitimately the only funny people left on the internet. Everyone else sold out for Los Angeles therapist and an extra zero at the end of their bank account. Yeah, there's a few others that sometimes make me laugh, though. And there's, and there's like, just people out there that are super fucking funny. I mean, there's a bunch of bears that are funnier than anybody in Hollywood, but it's like, the big ones are all disgusting. Disgusting, dude. Yeah, Red Bar's hilarious. I don't know anything about Sam Hyde, which is so funny. Yeah, Tower Gang's funny. No, there's funny people. Like, Luis J. Gomez made me laugh today. I, me and him had a little Twitter back and forth. Um, there's like, I can't think of them now, but there are people that still are funny, but, uh, nobody that's doing the irreverent, like hard hitting comedy They're They all are terrible. Thought that meant jerking at what tossing a tosser is a jerker. No, that's a wanker. Okay. Um, and why be friendly and lighthearted? I know I was acting like a smug tosser, and why not? With the irreparable Big Bang evidence in your pocket, there's no room for God. So now I don't know what I am. 
or what I live or where my species came from. But my eyes have been opened and they're getting wider from what I have seen. Dude, this is lining up exactly with what I had planned to talk about in a second. That's great. Heard and witnessed in the last four or five years from what I, uh, starting from NASA nonsense, that revelation was just huge for me and everything starts to crumble from there on. I always love the saying that it would never come again is what makes life so sweet. And I still do like it, though I get why it's unreliable, but back then it was the one and only possibility where now it is just one of many fascinating possibilities. So enclosed are a couple of paintings of your boys from those pictures of them playing violin. I think they resemble them both. It's weird as most of my artwork looks better the farther away uh, you are from them. But for me, it's the opposite with these two. The closer I look, I think the better. Oh, you also did Charlie? God, I'm such a fucking tosser. All right, there's Wally. Man, am I a real tosser? Oh, is that, is that, that's Charlie. Yeah, thank you, dude. Because I think Charlie was a little bummed that he didn't get one. Good for you, man. Thank you, dude. You fucking, you, you get it. You get it. Okay. Kayafish, um, Amy and the boys be judges of, of that, though. I, uh, I thought I'd ask if you don't mind me putting them on Bertaria Times, but obviously, yeah, of course. Can you hold it up, baby? Yeah, I'll hold it up in a second, Codsworth. Why don't you collect the Super Chats? Make us some goddamn money, Codsworth. Can I officially be verified as um, Indy Segbear? Welcome. I don't know I don't know if I'm reading that properly. Leave as I am this on BT app. Uh, and also, finally... Oh, no, Lady Segbear? No, Lodi. Indy Seabear. Indy Seabear? I recommend Patrick Watson, the fellow who sings To Build a Home, did a song years ago called The Great Escape. Oh, dude, you're... I, Codsworth, write it down. I think you'd like it and enjoy playing it, too. It's an absolute joy. Honestly, Owen, I really can't thank you enough. Here's to many more years of crushing. Indy Seabear. Yeah, buddy, that was, uh, this is a really special gift. And we are going to frame them and put them on the wall. So here is, here's a little Charles. Oh, I love it, dude. I love this community. Okay, moving on. I know I like to make fun of the blacks and how much they steal. Like you go into a city and you'll see that they like, if it's a, a black product, it has to be behind plastic with a lock on it because they're known to steal. But well, I'm an equal opportunity jester. I don't have an agenda. That's what the whites steal. Uh, copper. And as you can see here, they do a little, they do a little, uh, Warning where they say notice surveillance cameras in use. That's what that that's aimed at the whites. Okay. Dawn at Ursa Rio. I just like to show you how beautiful it is. No big deal. This makes me laugh. When Jews make fun of poor people on top, when whites make fun of rich Jews, Sasha Baron Cohen's keynote address 
at ADL's 2019 never is now summit on anti-Semitism. Never is now. Uh, I had a funny back and forth with um, uh, Brett Weinstein. And then we'll talk about uh, some more good stuff. But uh, I really did kind of figure out logically some real problems with uh, what they've been up to. So Brett Weinstein says, crying wolf over anti-Semitism is anti-Semitic. You see how they're just, they're looping now. They're like, Woo. I really do think the Wallenbergs are running the show out of, uh, I think I think the Nordics are actually running the show, like Odin and his ravens. I should do another stream on that. Who actually owns the cables? We'll get into it another time. I said, the irony about the accusation of anti-Semitism is just really let this sink in is it reinforces the notion that there is a collective that an individual can hate, which is in itself anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism cannot exist unless there is the Jews. Because you cannot hate the Jews unless the Jews exist as a collective. Saying the Jews exist is anti-Semitism. But there has to be the Jews in order for anti-Semitism to exist. Or else, what are you hating? Do you understand? So I said, at this point, the term anti-Semitism evokes such nonsensical circular logic and has been used so flippantly, no one actually takes it seriously anymore outside of intellectual circle jerk parties. Uh, no truthers ever talk about the Wallenberg's power behind the power, could it, could it be? Yeah, they're Odin's ravens. I think that they have control over the infrastructure of the world, like Ericsson and the the actual fibers, like the cables and shit. It's fascinating. Okay. Hey, Jews, I really am here to help. Accusing someone of hating the Jews means there is a the Jews. So you can't ever make a claim of anti-Semitism unless there is a the Jews. And historically, making a claim that there is a the Jews is anti-Semitism. So the existence of anti-Semitism, by definition, is anti-Semitism, which also means there is a group that collectively identifies and function, functions as the Jews. As E. Michael Jones famously said, if there is no the Jews, who's cashing all the checks from Poland? Okay, here's Buzz Aldrin wearing three watches and three rings. Um, he looks like he has Down syndrome and is totally retarded. Happy uh, 50th anniversary, Apollo 11. You got a th uh, three watches and three rings because he is a very special boy. Okay, uh, sleuthing Sweden. Yes, so here we go. So let's say I wanted to niggle when I talked about Sweden. So why don't we just uh, go to my Niggle browser and we will say, when did I ever say Wallenberg? The nuke prank, Owen Benjamin, the four. All right, so uh, here we go. And the Ericsson Company and Wallenberg family and all these people. So that was at 58 minutes at UATV. You can find the clip right here. Uh, when the Habsburgs have all disappeared into the corporate oblivion, the Wallenbergs or whatever are still in control, like the original ring of Lord of the Rings. So right now, Niggle's only going back to 2022. 
But uh, Psycho Schizos and Zombies is a really good episode. But those are the three categories of people. That is uh, December 14, 2022, because you also have the uh, Warburgs and the Wallenborgs out of Sweden. Wallenbergs Ice Jews. I call them Ice Jews. They never appear in a cartoon. Go big or go home. Rogan's bigotry for the people of tall, having no fear and new measurement is born. For those of you that haven't really let it sink in yet, Niggle is mind-blowing. So every word I've ever said for the last year and a half, and we're going to go all the way back to the first episode, has been tracked and documented, and now we have our own internal search engine for all my streams called Niggle. Okay? If you don't understand how fucking amazing that is, I don't know what to tell you. So that is seven months ago. It's uh, 1568. Psychos, yeah. And then I also did the stream called Sleuthing Sweden, 1-8-2022, episode 1302. It's all about Sweden. It's going to change the world, says Calvary. Yeah, it's it's mind-blowing. It's going to go, hey, see, Cal, are you, go, how, are you adding more right now? Oh, and here's the thing. We're going to be able to update it as we're doing it live on this, on stream. Processing batch 1025 now. Yeah, see, Cal, in the chat has created Niggle. Yeah, is it Niggle.com? No, it's not just going to be a bet. We, we will eventually do some sort of subscription for Niggle. Where's Niggle on UATV? No, it's a search engine for UATV. Uh, because, you know, the trolls would obviously just spam Niggle and Niggle would shut down immediately. We have to pay for servers and all this stuff. So we'll figure out a way to make it very, very inexpensive, but have a limit of Niggle. So you get like a thousand Niggles a month. Um, yeah, I added like 40 more episodes live after you started streaming today. Yes. And for those of you who want to know who uh, Seacow looks like, he's the, the gentleman lying next to me showing everybody where the bunks will be. Niggle, brilliant name. Yeah, Niggle is a brilliant name because a Niggle is a trifling complaint, dispute, or criticism. It causes slight but persistent annoyance, discomfort, or anxiety. A suspicion niggled at the back of her mind. So to niggle, because this will be an incredible tool for people who hate me and people who love me. It will balance out and it will make the world an incredibly interesting place. Is there a link to niggle? Ibrahim, I'll explain again. No, it's not publicly available because bots would crash the servers. So we will have to have a subscription down the line. We'll figure it out with a limit of the amount of niggles you get to do a month. Or else, I, we would just be niggled out of control. Because this has to be done through our private servers. This is all, this is all original code. Like this is all, no one's ever done this before. Okay? No one's ever niggled. And I guarantee like RimJob's gonna do a whole stream. Oh, niggle? Oh, he's using... He's using computers, though, so he didn't create all of it. Anyway, my Chinese wife needs more money for pornography. Such fucking disgusting people. Okay, so anyway, let's go back to what uh, NDC Bear was saying about being okay with not knowing. I wanted to talk about this a little bit. 
For the record, I have no problem at all with globe earthers. Zero. Any hostility from me is not because you believe in a heliocentric model. Most people do, and they're fine people. It's when you call someone who understands the ramifications of eight inches per mile squared a quote-unquote schizophrenic. Also, I don't currently have a working model of what the Earth is, and I know the unknown frightens more people than an impossible known. Let that sink in. The unknown frightens more people than an impossible known. Because the spinning globe is impossible, given the laws of physics and what we can discern. I, I, sorry for offending, but it literally is impossible. It doesn't frighten me to not know for some reason. I do know that there is no tangible evidence of a curve or spin. Appeal to authority. Natha, ad hominem. You're crazy. Appeal to consensus. Everyone knows. These are all logic fallacies and currently the only evidence of ball earth. I don't care what you believe, but if you run around calling everyone insane and screeching about how anyone who doesn't trust NASA at their word needs to, quote unquote, take their meds, people are not going to like you. It's your behavior, not your belief. Hope this helps. It's, it's your behavior, not your belief. And let me just show you how broken and disturbingly un... It's, okay, it's the wall from Animal Farm, uh, what quote unquote science is. Like uh, Joe the Toe Rogan uh, recently tweeted this, like a good little mouth-breathing shill that he is, like just a despicable human being. Um, this is the new consensus. So understand how fucking crazy this is when you, when you see it. So Joe the Toe Rogan said... Um, New research puts the age of the universe to 26.7 billion. Oh, conveniently adds to 33. Nice, Joe the Toe. Nearly twice as old as previously believed. So they just doubled it. Okay, they just doubled the age of the universe and people will just eat it up. Okay, so what I said was, yeah, they don't actually know anything. Tomorrow they can say it's actually a trillion years and no one would question them. It, same with carbon 13, 14 dating and all that stuff. They don't know. They're just making shit up. In the 1950s, 50s, they said the sun was 10 million miles away. Now it's 93 million miles away. They have people's mind in a goldfish state where they can just write new quote unquote facts on the animal farm wall every day and everyone pretends it's always been that way. Look at what they just did with the vaccines. The earth is actually not a spinning ball. No one played golf on the moon and virology has less reality to it than demonology. Okay, I was talking to a uh, wild med bear at Ursa Rio this weekend about that. Virology, the, the, the entire branch of science called virology is less valid than demonology. Okay? Just, just let that sink in. A virus is a little tiny speck that's never been witnessed moving at all. They say it is not alive, but yet it has a form of consciousness. Like, it can come here from China and it can infect and propagate and, and jump. And I know people are just going to go, oh, don't you know, the virus is bad, and they just regurgitate. It's... Guys, it's demonology. The hierarchy of demons that was actually well documented by the Catholic Church, I will say this, the Catholic Church did a damn good job 
at fucking demonology. Okay, they've transposed it into viruses where they say, oh, look at this, clearly. You have to look at a virus through an electron or through a, an electron microscope or one of these microscopes that requires everything on the slide to be dead. They've never seen a virus do anything. They're insanely small. And there's never been a Cox postulates to prove that it actually does anything. It's the equivalent of saying that fire trucks cause fire. Because every time you see a, a fire, there's fire trucks around it. It's that stupid. You're like, oh, because like when you're sick, you'll, you'll see viruses. Now, to the best of my knowledge and to the uh, best of a lot of scientists' knowledge that I actually have respect for, viruses are just little flakes of cells. They're like little tiny like bits of cell matter. And a lot of times they become present when you're sick or detoxifying or when you have a quote-unquote infection. Now, the science behind bacteria, protozoa, parasites, that's all valid. Like there is, there are bacteria or micro, like microorganisms or single cell organisms that, that when they get in your body, they can make you very, very sick. A virus is not that. And so imagine if you were in the demon realm. What would be the greatest way to get more power is like out of usual suspects, convince the world that you, they don't exist. That the demon, like that the, the metaphysical realm, oh, you can't prove a demon. It sounds like nonsense. What is this, Hollywood fiction? It's like uh, a lot of mental illness, like possession is, is very real. And there are people that are called schizophrenic because they can see to that realm and it scares the fuck out of them. When I had Patrick Wild Medbear Ardo Survival on, go rewatch that episode. Let me, uh, I'll niggle it. Give me one second. Give me one, let me, um, let me do a quick niggle here. We'll figure out where uh, a good place to check that out would be. Uh, demon. I'm sure I say demon quite a bit. Uh, Wild Med. Ardo's Survival Demonology 101. Okay, so that's 7-12-2023. So if you check out Ardo's Survival Demonology uh, 101, your mind will be blown. He, I was with him all weekend. Great guy. Like a uh, wildfire. Uh, he's a firefighter. He fights literal wildfires. Fucking legendary. Like these guys will be up for 40 hours just fighting wildfires. He used to be a crack addict in the Bay Area. He's uh, from a rich Jew family, and let's just say he fell real far for a while. He's the only Jew in history that was a janitor, but it was while he was incarcerated. But anyway, so when he was in that realm, he became very aware of the demon realm and the work of this one doctor, I can't remember his name, but who's been incredible at helping people's psychological problems. Yeah, he's a great mustache. His mustache is very Mexican. Ardos Patrick Rocks. Yeah, he's awesome. They've banned kinds of lenses that can see in the metaphysical realm. Yeah, allegedly. I can't prove that, but I've heard that too. Niggle is mind-blowing. It is Spool Bear. Thanks for noticing. Good thing you niggle for free. You'd be down like $2 already at a nickel per niggle. Well, we'd probably do like 5 bucks a month or something, and you get 1,000 niggles. That'll pay for the infrastructure and whatnot, and it'll keep the trolls down. I feel like that's reasonable. We'll figure it out, though. Um, 
I feel like Nagel will change the world. I don't want to make any claims, but, you know. So anyway, um, that's there's more validity to the hierarchy of demons than the hierarchy of viruses. So, so imagine if you are in the demon realm and you convince people that it's just little specks of nothing is what's causing their illnesses. Okay, pretty mind-blowing stuff. All right, moving on. So that's what I wanted to talk about. So did I finish the, uh, the thing I wanted to say or did I get sidetracked? I was talking about Joe the Toe Rogan. The little dweeb. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said, uh, and if this makes you furious because you trust the completely fluid and ever-changing the science, this tweet is not for you. I'm actually not here to make people angry. It's for the people that need to know that they aren't alone. This current architecture of experts and consensus that change constantly is insane, and it contradicts itself. Trust your senses and your intuition. That's what I have to say about that. Um, yeah, dude, everybody's crushing so hard. All right, thanks for the, the painting. What do we got here? Parody the song Closing Time by Semisonic, but RFK. I'll take a look at this. Toronto Drew Bear says, Child Trafficking Spell Week was brilliant last week. Dude, Toronto Drew Bear just gave me $20, which is like the Gentile equivalent of like $20,000. Like they, uh, they, they do not give up their money easily. So thank you very much, Toronto Drew Bear. That, that means I really did do an incredible week of streams. I feel an Oppenheimer week coming up soon. All the Jays are running to see the movie this Friday when it opens. Nukes get us aroused. Yeah, it's the clipped ween. It's a giant mushroom cap. Song request. Oh, that's why you gave me $20. Okay. Eminence Front by The Who. Great tune and gravy lyrics. Kudos to the Niggle developer. Awesome. Thank you, Tron Bear. It means a lot. I don't know that song. I'll have to check out The Who. It's been a while. So. Closing time. Time for you to go. Time for you to go out to the places you will be from. So, um, so this is a parody to closing time. RFK, he's got a look in his eye like he sucked a thousand cocks. RFK, he's got a look in his eye like he sucked a thousand dicks. RFK looks like he has a silo filled with dead Massachusetts chicks. RFK looks uh, K looks like he goes to few uh few hang on RFK looks like. He goes to funerals to hit on the vulnerable girls. RFK, he loves to shoot up steroids and do a bunch of bicep curls. I bet he, oh, my voice is too fucking low. I gotta try another one. Oh, RFK. That's it. 
RFK. Looks like he goes to funeral. Uh, sorry, guys. Looks like he uh, RFK. Looks like he got that. I bet he will try to suck you off I bet he would love to suck you off I bet he will try and suck you off Suck you off oh. oh, by the way, can I just say one thing? I really pissed off a segment of my listeners for the RFK thing. Like, people got mad mad. Because I can see Paul from Pockets loves RFK, and they're all, like, squirting about him. Like, he's authentic and truther. Just stick around. Don't be a fucking psycho, all right? Uh, he looks like he sucked a million dicks. I mean, I'm not going to pull punches. He's not an idol, all right? Does he sound more authentic than Trump? Yeah, Trump sounded more authentic than Hillary in 2015. Don't be a fucking idiot, all right? And I know that there are people that are longtime supporters that nothing I did shook them from supporting me except for the RFK shit, okay? Just stop reacting like a freak. Just fucking stick around. It'll be fine. All right, let's continue. This is hilarious. And of course, this is by Bear. Persian Jew, drove my girlfriend Subaru. I know this is worse than taking it in the rear. Sounds like someone's trying to justify taking it in the rear. You owe me more, Persian Jew. Grounded Bear, crazy that you mentioned the Ericsons from Sweden. I'm writing, I'm wiring their mansion in South Florida right now. Dude, it's look who owns Odin's Ravens. Like who owns the means of communication? Not who like, you know, funds them and does the currency. It's, there's some serious Nordic power that people don't even talk about. Tip for the Bard King. Much respect, Big Bear. Thank you very much. Okay. RFK probably uses falcon jizz to slick back his old gray hair. RFK sounds like a deaf frog who's being tortured on an electric chair. RFK, did your ex-wife hang herself or did you put a hit on her head? Great question. RFK, a guy who claims to fight Big Pharma can't get enough of their meds. I bet he will try to suck you off. I bet he Suck you off. Oh, geez. I added love to suck you off. This says, I bet he would, I mean, I bet he will try and suck you off. The, the only change I made was, I bet he will try to suck you off. I bet he would love to suck you off. That was great. Go to Bear. You're always a genius. Keep them coming. 
Keep them coming, go to bear. RFK, did you kill your ex? Did, did your ex-wife hang herself or did you put a hit on her head? The problem with using uh, professionals, I just wanna, cause like some of the truthers don't realize how fucking risky it is to use pros when they're like, oh, they'll just send people to kill you. No, 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 horrible. It's the best way, I'm not gonna use words like best. It's no, it's killing people is a horrible idea or influencing or anything. Is to get other people to choose to do things for you is how they insulate themselves. It's how they do all their wars. George W. Bush didn't kill anybody. Um, when you hire someone to kill someone, that dude, that pro, would turn on you and kill you for $1 more, or if he's caught, will put you in jail. It's terribly risky. The way the big boys like to operate is they indoctrinate, they, they try, if you notice, like there's some pretty legitimate hitters that have been after me in the past. Uh, but they try to influence people to want to hate me. Do you see how it works? Because uh, if you actually hire people to do something, those people don't actually hate the people they're going after and they're not choosing to do it. They're like, they're just like workers. They're employees. Insulated murder. Yeah. That's why the real fucking inner rings of power the, the most effective way to do it, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, let's say RFK wanted his wife gone. If he just did this whole campaign of, like, with medi medical, you know, with, like, pills and therapists and all that, just keep telling her to kill herself. I mean, to actually get someone to do it is fucking risky. An icicle may be a good weapon for killing. You're not understanding, Jagobat. If you pay someone to kill someone, that person is super risky. It's exposing your flank. It's all about free will. Free will is the ultimate weapon for truth and evil. If you convince someone that it's their idea to go do something, you insulate yourself from that. It's like the, the towers. You get all these people to be like, I'm going to go fight for freedom. You know, or like, I'm going to chip my kid to, to save them from sex trafficking. They, if they make you do it, they expose themselves to like serious fucking repercussions. Like if you're balancing on, if you're floating on top of this giant pyramid of power, it's all about free will. Free will is the whole deal, man. You got a hate squad instead of a hit squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to get people to believe that what they're doing is their idea. Being married to that dude would be miserable, so maybe she did do it. Yeah, but suicide is not a natural instinct. The, the human instinct to survival survive is very, very strong. You don't have to pay them either. Yeah, but it's all about liability. Like if you get a professional that just is really good at killing people, they'll turn on you for any reason. Like because they have no loyalty to you. It's not their choice. It's their job. You know? It's like C-Cow. Like C-Cow is a great programmer. He can, he can make all kinds of money programming. He chooses to be uh, a homesteader. Like what he just did with Niggle is thousands of dollars of work he did because he likes it. He just enjoys it, right? Because it's his choice, you know? If you have to pay people to do your shit, like let's say he's working for Payless Shoes. 
you got to pay that fucker a lot of money to do their programming because he wouldn't normally be very passionate about Payless shoes. And if someone else paid him $1 more, if you're in the world of just making money, you have to pay a lot of money. And then you have to like, then now you're like a prostitute. Like if somebody's like, I have one more dollar. They're like, oh, fuck pay less. It's like, I'll give you $2 to actually, $2 more if you tell me all about pay less and make the competitor. Money is very dangerous. Uh, women don't normally hang themselves. It's a male thing in my experience. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say the, the, the odds are she was killed, um, but that's risky. Like the, the, the hired killings are not smart. It's not a good idea, but maybe she really wanted it. You can psychologically get people to do crazy shit if you understand um, that dark world. Like if he just constantly said, because she was telling her friends, RFK's uh, wife was telling her friends openly that he was telling her to kill, kill herself. Power suggestion is fucked up. So if you just keep telling people, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself, and then you get an authority like a therapist and then you switch to drugs. Like a lot of these, uh, these uh, depression drugs, one of the side effects is suicidal thoughts. Okay. So it's fucked. Like I know a couple people who killed themselves and I guarantee it was because of the drugs. Maybe he did it himself and it was just covered up for him. Maybe, but that's super risky. Like if you kill your wife and then you bring in a team to like, solve it and fix it. All those guys, you have to like kill all those guys now, or they're just always ready to rat, you know? Yeah. Like there are drugs. Yeah. Like what Denmark bear saying, there are drugs that lower impulse control. So like, let's say you like, let's say the average person has like one or two thoughts a year of something really dark, you know? Um, there are drugs that will make that voice really loud and you don't have another voice like you don't have yourself to quiet that you know like the lowered impulse control it's like alcohol like if you're drink 20 shots of vodka you can be convinced to climb up a roof and jump off it you know or like that you should fight a guy like let's say you're drink like alcohol is very similar but they've like mastered this shit with certain pills that's why i stay the fuck away from pills like if you drink 10 shots of vodka within like an hour or two, like you're fucked up and somebody like, and you can just be like, and just like swing at somebody like that instinct is in you, but it would never come to your conscious surface, you know? And so the Ray Donovan type guys, yeah, but Ray Donovan type guys are risky. Like if you have a guy that's, cause I know the type of uh, people that would be hired to kill people. You know, really, really well-trained uh, military guys that don't have uh, much of a conscience and are really desperate for money and are probably addicts. So like somebody like that, that, that could do it, that are willing to do it, that are like so nihilistic that they would just kill a person for money. Like that's a fucked up place to be mentally. Those people are usually do not live a long time. They are self-medicating because the human soul is not made to kill innocent people. Like we're not made for it. I don't care how nihilistic you are or how much you hate the world or how you, you can be a psychopath. Killing people is not 
It's like really fucked up. And so if you're one of those guys, you're medicating with like ketamine and Adderall and antidepressants and alcohol and thrill seeking behavior. And you can't have stable friends or family in your life and you're isolated. Like those type of dudes don't live a long time. But let's say they do live a long time. Like let's say they, uh, they, they can self-medicate and they can manage. Someone who's willing to kill someone for money is willing to turn on that employer for any money. Can't trust a mercenary. Once their job is done, they're expendable. Right. But then you have to get people to kill the mercenaries. Who kills the mercenaries? This, this problem has been solved. It's solved with media. You understand? Is, is, it's all about free will. Okay, this is some high-level shit that I'm explaining right now. But when you understand it, your life gets a lot better because you can see how the world works. It's all about free will. In the dark night, the Joker hired people from mental hospitals to do his dirty work, but he had to keep getting new ones. Right. But he was, like, convincing them that it was a good idea. He'd be like, why? Be like, you kill one mayor and the world goes mad. Like, he'd get people enthusiastic, but then they'd all be liabilities. So then you get another wave and another wave. So... But you got to, it's like they have to want to do it. That's why the, the dark side, the dark forces are utterly weak. The overall message I'm trying to say here, the reason I'm going deep into this, is because when you see the infrastructure of evil, it can't work. You just have to play out all the outcomes. So you get a team to do really evil shit. Those people are only doing it for money. The money is based on a, a, um, uh, a spell that has a timetable. It's like, so this is a spell to get people to do something. If someone's willing to do something that they don't want to do for money, they will, do, they will turn on you like a rabid dog for money as well. So now you have to deal with those people, whether it's through blackmail or trying to kill them or whatever and you need people to do that to them and now you face the same issue those people are not liabilities because you hired people to deal with the people that you hired to deal with the people that you hired to deal with the people that you, you understand how it's a it's like two mirrors facing each other it's a fractal that goes for infinity so the way to maintain power as a dark entity is you convince people to do it because that's a liability shield. Like in Job, you don't, you don't face those consequences because it was their decision. Princess Diane was definitely taken out. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll see people get taken out, but then you see that the infrastructure of the... Okay, perfect example. Look at the royal family when Princess Diana was taken out versus now. Does it not appear much weaker you expose your flank. Like, let's say you hire people to do something for you to protect your infrastructure or your corporation or your government with just money, like what works team. Like you go in, you take that, blah, blah, blah. Look at the royal family because, because now you're entering a fractal that you can't get out of. It's all about the choice. You know, it's, it's getting people to choose it. This is brilliant. BB had this insight in 2019 as a result of listening to your box. Yeah, it really helps you understand that the dark side always throws their servants to the ground. Me and Vox both like to reference Susan Cooper, the Dark is Rising series. And there's a servant of the dark rider. Uh, whenever there's a servant of the darkness, they get thrown to the ground. 
Satan hates his servants. The darkness hates all who love it because they know that the people that love the darkness are either evil themselves or utterly pathetic. And so that's why the love in the shadow is not existent because they have to control each other with blackmail, threats, money, blah, blah, blah. And it's the Tower of Babel. The, the metaphor of the Tower of Babel is it requires so much energy the more you go that the tower falls down. Like in the story of the Tower of the Babel, you know, like one, someone's entire life by the end was to bring up one brick to the top. You know, it's all about plausible deniability. Yes, but also about dealing with your own minions. So if you convince someone to do something for you, that's why psyops are the whole game. That's why media and Odin's Ravens and all these things are the whole deal. It's whoever has the means of communication and about conscious choice. So that's why I was so um, banned, especially during COVID or the, tra the child trans thing or all that, because I was presenting another choice. The only way to get people to do really dark shit is you create a, a mental monopoly. Like there isn't another option. We had to do this. We were, we were, we were, it was, it was the, we had to choose between two evils. That's the ultimate weapon in uh, evil is the false binary. So you can either close all your businesses and shut down your economy or everyone can die. Meanwhile, if there's somebody that presents another option, <laughs> that person can't be in the ring because now consciousness starts sparking everywhere. Notice I wasn't killed. Notice I wasn't, and I'm not tempting anything. Like, thank you. I, I'm very happy about all this. But just notice how the infrastructure works. It's like there, there are rules to this game of life. That's why I love Job so much. It's like there is this check... This, this game afoot, there's this, like the moon and the sun or whatever, like spinning, where it's like, you're not just allowed, like, okay, we're put in this realm and there seems to be this, this set of rules where the, the darkness doesn't take out anyone that they don't own, that isn't one of them. They have to get free will operating living men and women to choose to attack their own. It's all about the Judas goat. And that's why when they get one of their servants to do this, like when they can convince someone that it's in their best interest to attack their own, to like, we got to take out our own, that servant gets destroyed, but it's the only, okay, like take Jim Bob, for example. It's a perfect example. Like he's still, he's just in a, in a downward spiral. And you can see that. His, now all his streams are just about me. Like, do you see Owen? He's, he's just such a piece of shit. Like, so... So he took the cookie, he took the offer where it's like, strike him down, go with Owen, you'll get uh, short-term money, you'll get praise and, and ego, poop, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so he goes head first, he like takes the ticket, he's serving it. He's going to take out a community that's crowdfunding to do really good things, you know, like objectively good things. But now he has a little credibility because he was in the... He was in the community and now he can like cause doubt and a shadow and, and try and fuck it. Take out your bare name. Blah, blah, blah. Of all the battles, why is he fighting that one? Think about all the hell and all the horror that exists in the world. Yeah, he took the pizza. Yeah. 
And so now, how is the servant of the darkness rewarded? By self-destruction. That's why Edward Bernays was so impactful. Yes, it's to get you to think, I want to drink fluoride to get sparkly teeth. They never said fluoride would make your teeth white. They said four out of five dentists agree. You see the infrastructure? They wouldn't work this hard unless your free will was the whole fucking deal. Think about it. It's like the best news you've ever heard in your life once you understand it. Once you understand that they wouldn't work this hard to harness free will and consciousness if it wasn't the most powerful fucking thing in the world. It's the ultimate gift. It's our inheritance in this realm. Is rim job still going to be? It's his only topic, Denmark Bear. It's his only topic. It's his only topic, dude. He doesn't have anything else he talks about. Ooh, Bertari Campground donation. Yes. Fuck yeah. My partner, Joe Gag, and AKA Telecaster Bear, and I are great fans of your comedy and crushing lifestyle. Kalina, AKA Elusive Bear. P.S. Joe is making me write this letter, which I'd like to point out is in direct conflict with my bear name. <laughs> That's great. Keep up the good work. Enclosed is a $400 check for Bertari Ozark donation. Oh, so good. I have, a, I have a dream that we will get the next 40 acres by November and we will keep this going. So thank you for that. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah, you guys are great. I love you guys' relationship. All right. Well, that's to be expected. Yeah, but do you understand how it works, though? It's all about free will. Like, remember when all those trolls were getting that one crazy lady to stalk me? Like, they wanted her to try and kill me. You guys remember all that? When there'd be these like, because that's how you can see the demon hierarchy, where you can see influences online and Reddit and all these places where they're like, yeah, yeah, he's trying to humiliate you. Yeah, he's like your, he's like saying that I was the reincarnation of her dead brother and she was just stalking my house. She'd be at the post office, just like, let me touch you. Oh, Jesus. That was all about her choosing it. You know, I, dude, you could, I, I do the same shit every day. I'm an easily accessible person and I've rubbed a lot of really dark people the wrong way. She was crazy. I know, but it was all about her choice. I learned so much about how this world works through some of these things that I used to find kind of scary. The good thing that came from it was eight foot fencing and a giant gate that I never would have spent the money on if it wasn't for being actively stalked. Poor lady, how could you? And I root for her. It's all about, they know not what they do. That's huge. The internal forgiveness where you don't see them as enemies. Our battle is not flesh and blood. It's about the principalities of darkness. Like I live this shit, guys. That's why when people are like, oh, how dare you? You don't dare speak the name Jesus. I'm like, motherfucker, you, you're, you're flippant. You think this is all a game to get power. Like you use your church as like a tax write-off and to find little local power players so that you can sell more bullshit. I've had to actually internalize some of these lessons to fucking survive because the same forces try and get you to mentally see people as your enemy. They're not really your enemy. People are not your enemy. They're being influenced. If the darkness could actually do it to you, they wouldn't require demonic influence. How's that for good fucking news? The best news ever. 
And there are hit hit squads and that stuff does exist, but that exists in that world. Like that world, if you have a bunch of grabbers fighting over territory, like it's just like uh it's just like uh gang members, you know. If you're in that world, they will, you know, hire each other to blackmail and scare, but they like to hire someone to kill someone is is much rarer than you think. It's more about like killing their dog or getting blackmail or trying to get a chick to fuck them and get them on camera or something. Cause it's all about free will to actually kill someone has immense blowback, you know? And so it's like, if you can get someone to choose to cuck because of fear that something will get out or fear that, you know, over their own fear, it's way, way better for the pyramid to do that. That's why it's all about uh, free will and consciousness. Charlie says, I was offloading and listening to the Big Bear on Friday night and almost wrecked my Tacoma when I heard RFK talks like he's giving head. This is partially a tip and partially paying gay away for driving a Tacoma. Thank you for that. The trick is to get it blamed on the Palestinians. <laughs> ah, Toronto Jubert coming in hot. Toronto Jubert gets it. Yeah. It's all about liability, dude. And who is getting used by the dark forces more than the fucking quote-unquote Jews? I mean, they've logic. They're using such circular logic at this point that the accusation of anti-Semitism requires a group called the Jews to hate. Admitting there is a group called the Jews is anti-Semitism. And around we go, and around we go. And the Dark Rider throws you to the ground whenever they need a new fucking group of dupes. We got a nice diamond super gravy on the virus lore. Demonology is legit. Yeah, virology. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not going to say, I, I've never seen a demon. I don't know. I don't have personal contact with demons. But demonology has more validity to it than virology. Virology appears to be a material representation of an affect from the metaphysical realm. But what do I know? I'm just a guy out here batting a thousand. Just, you know, what do I fucking know? Snake eating itself. Exactly, dude. And that's why that's such good news. Like you'll go, you'll have hardship, you'll have sadness, you'll, you'll have poverty or you'll have greatness or you'll go through times of loneliness or or trepidation, you know, all kinds of stuff. But the one thing you can always know is that world of lying, that world of darkness can't, they fundamentally can't win. It's not possible. Because engaging in the upside down, okay, like what if the world isn't flat? Like what if it turns out I'm wrong and it's really spinning ball, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. It's not like I lose because I'm speaking from what I believe to be true and not with the intent of getting approval or money from the system. You know what I'm saying? And when you do that, the out, it's like the, the material doesn't matter as much as you think. It's about your intention. Okay. If the modern fertile crescent that is Palestine is fake and the Gulf Coast is the real fertile crescent, then it is in the biggest trick of all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean I'm not going to make that claim, but... I think there's a lot of tricks. I think there's a lot of tricks. It's all about free will hijacking. Consent tricks. 
All about free will, dude. And the more honest you are, the less you will get hijacked. Just always ask yourself, is your action actually helping in the way you think? Like this, this movie thing that they just did with the sound of uh, bullshit, the, it's such a free will hijack. I'm going to save the children by chipping my child. We have to save the children and give Tim Ballard money and keep doing what we're doing at home. Like, so the whole deal is like your intention. Do you want other people to see you saving the children or do you actually want to save the children? Have you actually looked into what happens after these sex slaves are saved, quote unquote? What happens to their lives? Or is it better to not allow it to happen to begin with? And what does that entail in your local community? You don't have power in Colombia. You know, this is all ego driven where it's like, well, we got to go do something. What about Sierra Leone? Why Colombia? Five-year-old movie, Why Now? Exactly. And it was made by Carlos Slim. It was paid for by the guy who owns the New York Times. So when they say, oh, the liberal media is so against it, it was made by the liberal media. Carlos Slim owns the New York Times. Carlos Slim paid for the movie. You set up a binary. Oh, this is a movie. You don't want to hear this movie. This movie is fucking way too based. Way too... Way too there's no such thing as human trafficking. Meanwhile, the guy who paid for it is Mexico's biggest gangster. So many guys squirting over this movie. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. Godsworth, what is that? What are you doing? No one cares. <clears throat> hey, Big Bear, no gay to pay away today. First super sober month in five years, and I have no one to thank but the spellbreaker himself. All praise to God, obviously, but I'm quite a good influence. I still wanted to add a tip because of how many laughs I got from your few streams unraveling the nuke bullshit. I've been fasting at work too, and I've been fucking crushing since. I'm very new to the bear community, so I feel a bit out of place still. Well, hopefully we'll get Niggle up and running. Made by pedos. Yeah, why wouldn't you? If you were a pedophile, why wouldn't you pretend to be saving the children to get access to children and make a ton of money? And have a liability shield so nobody thinks you're the one going after the children. <laughs> Carlos Slim Shady, yeah. Uh, but but, but the, the theaters don't want them. The, the theaters were putting up a big fight, a big stink. But they had to let them in. Because, because the, the message boards were just so powerful. I mean, the movies were like... Dude, if I was a movie theater, I wouldn't want that fucking piece of shit movie in my... Th it's like a snuff movie. It's like... I, it's just so annoying, right? To see these, these stupid people walking out, crying. Like, ah, we have to tell everyone about the children. Meanwhile, the pedophiles are probably making all the money on the movie. Unbelievable. Like, there's a 0% chance that that movie is doing any good at all. Zero percent. It's not even one, not even a little bit of good. Okay. Haiti or Thailand. Dude, it's right in the open. All these big time comedians. I mean, all of like uh, uh, Joe Rogan's like main comedians all are fucking like either pedophiles or what. They brag about it. Like Bobby Lee fucked a 12 year old in Mexico. Talked about how tight she was. Fucking Ari Shafir goes to Thailand and fucks ladyboys. 
in the ass, brags about it, laughs about it. You know, what's his name? Uh, Tom Segura just did a special on Netflix talking about jerking off his five-year-old. It's right in plain sight. No one actually, they don't really care. They're using you. Rumble says, uh, what I witnessed on Friday is some of the best comedy that's ever been made. Thank you, Big Bear. Anytime, Missy. Appreciate you. And then Jack Cat says, this is a serious question. Why do Catholics fetishize Jesus' mom? Because they're gross. I grew up going to a Plymouth Congregational Church, so I guess I just don't understand the obsession. Because Mother Mary's uh, statue always looks like a vagina, and they're like all about the hood and the clit. I know this is going to offend some. I know the Catholic thing is going big right now. Like they're about to take down the Jew and all that. You know, I get it. They're all like fucking super excited. Uh, I find it to be pretty, uh, pretty gay. Uh, and look, BB, homestead, family man, spellbreaker, comedian hour. Yeah, I was raised Catholic. I mean, I know I'm friends with a lot of Catholics. There's a lot of Catholics I find to be wonderful human beings. But yeah, it's like talking about, you know, Jesus' mom. They're like obsessed with the mom and the beads. Friday was top five hilarious streams. Thank you, Boar Bear. Uh, I hope I'm relatively consistent. Super chats, my unauthorized and Bertaria time subscriptions and my strive to improve are enough to show I really do love being a bear. My favorite quote of the week, you can't... God, God are we off uh, Are we off Twitter? Codsworth. Codsworth. Yeah, and they're going to go, oh, he's just joking about jerking off his five-year-old son. Okay, well, it's funny how my jokes never seem to work. All clear? All right. Favorite quote of the week, you can't be a nigger and a plumber. Nothing makes me laugh more than the truth. Thanks for the guidance and being the sober dad I never had. Best wishes, Mr. Music Bear. Watch out for comparing me to a dad, though. I've had a lot of uh, bad experiences with that in the past, but I knew I do understand what you're saying. You can say sober, positive male influence. If you assign me role of dad in, a, in six months, you might be with Jim Bob trying to stab me with your steely knives. Most Catholics I know are Italian, and Italians are obsessed with their moms. You know, and it's good to love your mom. It's just, it's just you don't need to make her look like a labia. Like I'll show you the, I'll show you the video again. Well, if you just want to look at Niggle, give me one second. Check this out. So, for those of you that don't know, we now have our own browser. So, if you go to Niggle, you're not allowed to go, by the way. It's only for us. But if you go to Mother Mary, you know, where's uh, Mary Vagina? Okay. So, Virgin Mary statue, what the fuck? Big Bear batting a thousand again. L.A. groomer comedians and the coming cartel governance backlash to it. Uh, so you can go look up anything. You have images of trans Jesus and Virgin Mary all over your fucking church. Cause I've already done, see, Niggle is going to help me not just repeat stuff. There is no way that statue exists. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It exists. Every single statue of Mary looks exactly like a vagina. That is, uh, at three hours, 28 minutes, 16 seconds, only at unauthorized.tv. That's Dr. Shiva gets it, but Roman sculpture defenders clearly don't. Okay. Logos, pathos, and ethos and new red pill rooster. Uh, apparently that's some, uh, some other stuff there. 
Like they made a vagina out of Mother Mary. I didn't do that. That's from The World is a Vampire. A look at energy and black magic. Wild K, West David Bowie sink. Okay, that's, uh, you can just niggle anything I've ever said. And, uh, well, you don't have access yet, but at some point we will make some form of subscription with a limit to niggles so you don't just crash it. I just watched Bert Kreischer tell how he tried to pay his own daughter 40 grand to do a joke that she found to be too fucked up. And she refused his money. These people are sick. Then he didn't know how old he was. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, they're uh, the dark... The servants of the dark are getting thrown to the ground. They thought their money would save them. Nice try, bucko. And I'm not mad. I root for Burt Kreischer. This is the next level, dude. The next level, which I didn't used to have, is I, the, your battle is not flesh and blood. Like, I root for Burt Kreischer to sober up and be a better dad. And that's real fucking power. I was talking to my buddy last weekend about how not only do I forgive my own dad, I think he actually did a good job in certain ways. Cause it's, you, you, you know, I judge him on a curve, like how much trauma he had and how fucked up he is versus how much he passed on to me. I think his life has been a win. And my friend was like, man, you sound, that's really good. He's like, you sound like uh, you don't resent him at all. I'm like, totally. BB, my autism is tweaking. I need access. I need to dive into the numbers on Niggle. Taylor Bear, you will have, hopefully by, by this week, we will have a, a plan where people can niggle. Um, see how you see, you see how much people want to niggle? This is one of the coolest fucking things ever made. So time is not linear. It's like a record. And niggle, we can jump around. I've said what? Codsworth, what? 200, 300,000 words? A million words. I've said a million words on a million days with a million different numbers, and you can just jump around and figure out how it all fits together. It'll be great. Oh, I see the niggle enthusiasm. Ooh, niggle enthusiasm is right. Your dad kept most of his issues for himself. Most of his issues are self-hatred. He never molested me, and he genuinely was encouraging of my talents, and he provided for my mother. As far as dad go, dad's goes, he's given what he is. Like he used to threaten suicide a lot and he's a bit of a pervert, but he never, he never put that on me and his like really bad qualities, like wanting to die and, and like threatening suicide and all that. It was all about self-hatred. It was all like stuff he wanted to do to himself and he kept most of it away from us. And he allowed my mother to be a stay-at-home mom. I mean, literally, I, I went from being like, I thought I was the luckiest kid in the world when I was growing up with my family. Like, I always thought I had such a good family because of like, you know, the music and the intellectual thought and the stability and how they never like drank or hit each other. I, and then I thought I had the most fucked up, dark, secretive, weird, creepy family ever for like, a, no, I went, first I went through a phase when I first started realizing my dad was like, you know, had some real dark gay qualities. Uh, I made a joke out of it. I wrote gay town. I tried to like justify it and be like, if we lived in a gay world, it, it's the world that was against my dad, you know? 
And then I got really angry because he put my mom in a really, really bad situation financially and her safety. And then now I'm back to being grateful again. It's like a full fucking, it's like been a full journey. It's really interesting. And self-hatred can precede repentance. Vox crushed that the other day. Yeah. Creator info. Owen Benjamin is a comedian, homesteader, live streamer, all-around crusher. Big Bear bonus streams. Oh, is this unauthorized.tv? Videos. Yeah, on unauthorized, I have 2,290 videos. Uh, total content. 161 days of content. All right? So Niggle is going to be out of, just going wild. And we're going to link Niggle to unauthorized. So maybe it's time to see you subscribe to unauthorized. Niggle, nigglet isn't funny, nigger is hilarious. Well, you don't know niggle's an actual fucking word, retard. Niggle is like, means a trifling complaint. So what we're doing actually makes sense with niggle. Like you don't understand because you're stupid. Like you're a nigger. Rat. Your name is Rat. Okay, Sopko the Bear says, we should have to pay for niggles if we want them. I'm starting a niggles rights movement already. Well, I think it, we should do like five bucks a month, which is like nothing. No, it's something. I know people work hard, all that stuff. And you get like what appears to feel like unlimited niggles, but we can't give access to the public or else the site would... Because this is all original code and it's all private servers. So like people can like just shut, shut it. Like I fucking... The irony is, is like the trolls are such spiteful little fuckers, but they actually have led to us being more impervious to their troll attacks. Hi, Wobbly Bear. Wobbly Bear, have you been, uh, what would you like me to niggle, Wobbly Bear? Check this out. So like, let's just take a look at Wobbly. So we'll go to Wobbly. These are all of the streams where I talk about Wobbly Bear. Be authentic and survive the winter. Wobbly, how funny is it the Balance Bear is gonna be photographing Wobbly Bear's wedding? That's, that's minute 56 at Unauthorized. Family matters. Gavin and Ryan's hilarious soundboard and Bear Chat MD diagnosed Big Bear's pain. To Big Bear, enjoy your favorite book, Wobbly Bear. Let's read Wobbly Bear's letter. Wobbly has a page. To Big Bear, enjoy your favorite book. Uh, hello, Wobbly Bear. George gets it. Stream's over. Yeah, yeah, George is very smart. Welcome to the world, Frederick Owen Smith. There it is. Stephen Crowder is like, hang on. It might have been Wobbly. Let me see if I can find it. No, no one's going to do shit. So uh, who was it? Who was it? Was it Wobbly Bear or Crafty Grower Bear? Somebody made a video of Steven Crowder. Look at all this. No plan, no problem. Gamma Cologne, Talmud to Harems, and Roasting Portugal and Wobbly and Hometown get engaged. So lots of talk and Wobbly here. And then this is a link where you can just click it and it goes right to the video, right to the spot. Okay. Tavistock Weenuses, P. Diddies, P. Diddles, and Uncle Tom Petty. Yeah, like let's say you want to find my Uncle Tom Petty song. Uncle Tom Petty. There you go. Okay, Uncle Tom Petty. Uncle Tom Petty. Let's find another one. Uh, it's Uncle Tom Petty, and he keeps calling everyone niggers and getting so petty, Uncle Tom Petty. Tavistock Weens, Satellites and Extraterrestrials. Won't back down by Uncle Tom Petty. Okay, you see, guys, this is 
What, what, other, what other stream has given you this? The least you can do is become a niggler. My Black Town. Oh, yeah, we can do uh, My Black Town. Let's see where we can find this. My Black Town. Here it is. Hey, nigger in my all-black town. In my all-black town, well, I shouldn't have called him a nigger. In my all-black town, this Tavistock weans. In my all-black town, I won't be pushed around. All right, all-black town. Hey, niggers. Where's my bike? My town. All right. Is everybody's mind being blown right now by Niggler? My first query, Cod, write that down. Yep. Hang with Bears can do a weekly Niggle freestyle stream. That's a great idea, Toronto Jew uh, Bear. So, see, Cod, you're adding more episodes, right? Did BB just niggle nigger? Do you want, you want to see me niggle nigger? This will blow your fucking mind. Look at how many results for nigger. So it maxes out at 500. Like, look at this. Niggers, a book is like a kryptonite to a nigger. Because niggers. BB, what? What if the rule with the white shouldn't say niggers because it's actually historically. Niggers are just like me, man. Fucking faggot, nigger, nigger, faggot. I have a hard time believing they're innocent. So they're just like. Trying to rip people off, and I fucking can't stand their niggers. They're current fucking crypto niggers. White skin, sure, but they're acting exactly like a nigger. Niggerville, Mississippi, how much better is a white nigger than a black nigger? From nigger to nigger, how much better? But who cares? So, like, every military dick, it's like, why is the N-word nigger but not necrophilia? I'm like, why is the N-word nigger? <laughs> Hey, it's a nigger kazoo. <laughs> it's like all our memories are just flooding back. Okay. Let's see what Dear Owen, Cortisol Bear here. I'm on the fence about the sound of freedom and the great awakening and some of the truth about being spread in general. I think the reason they're allowing much of it is uh, multifaceted. The cortisol squirt, of course, to blackpill people, to get people to think something is being done or is going to be done about this stuff, but mainly I think it is to normalize people to it. We constantly hear these stories of political corruption, chemtrails, vaccine injury, genital mutilation, violence, war, sex trafficking, child abuse, drug addiction, poverty, starvation, disease, etc. And people end up thinking this is just the way the world is. Yeah, like cancer. Cancer shouldn't be as normalized as it is. People are like, oh, I've got cancer. And now it's coming out that there's like aggressive cancers in some of the vaccines. Hang on. I'm looking for the one stream where Owen said nigger, please. Oh, it's all over. I say nigger everywhere. How many of you guys would get niggler for five bucks a month? I can't wait to access that shit. Yeah. And then we'll have add-ons where it'll download the clip for you. So it'll be huge for clip channels, cartoonists. There's a gamma on the loose in here. Could it be? Do the UA chats no longer show up on Telegram? I don't know. I'll pay 10, says Two Acre on D-Bear. I think five is fair. Five, to me, I'm not trying to be a dick. I know people work really hard and all that. But $5 a month to me is really like not anything. Like that's one, that's not even one fucking coffee at fucking Starbucks. 
and you get like, and we have like original coding for this shit. Five dollars is better, yeah. Ten to use Nigler is like, but if it's free, you're the product. Like Google, you're the product. They sell your data. Rumble says the ability to niggle on the job site and play every Trump and Qtart episode on my Bluetooth is priceless. Stay strong and niggle on. Rumble won't let me say niggle, which is hilarious because niggle is not an obscenity. Rimjob nuked his YouTube library. Of course he did. It's humiliating and embarrassing. We, we have it all saved, though. When people want to make claims and joke around about lawsuits, we, let's just say we have all of it. So, you know, I know that he's not going to do shit, but those, those gay little gamma fucking freakouts, it's like, as someone who's very, very aware of how lawsuits work, uh, yeah, you can delete everything you want. We have all of it. Mirage, and there's been some fucking claims, some threats, some fucking porn, you know, Mirage Bear. Paying my gay way, I didn't even know I was gay. I was donating to O-U-R every month. Screw that. Yeah, Niggle's way better for the kids. You save more children by donating to Niggle because me and Seekow have children. So it helps the children. It, li- it literally helps more children than Underground Railroad. Not kidding. Because between the two of us, we have like seven kids. So, uh, yeah, save, save, our, save our children. Donate today. They just end up accepting it and live the life of despair and trauma. I agree. It's clearly mostly a manipulation. On the other hand, people do need to be aware of a problem before they can address it. No. I would pay and might not even use it. I think it's, it, it helps the children. By the way, unauthorized.tv helps the children. Enter bstream.live slash app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Between me and Kyenton, we have five children you're saving and helping. Five. They're not Colombian. They're white. Would you rather give your money to dirty brown jungle kids or white kids like me and Coddington's? So so sometimes uh, one thing I do know for sure, though, is that there is someone leading a life that shows people a better way. Indeed. And that's Owen Benjamin Smith. Thanks for all you do. There is so much crap information and entertainment and there in your stream is a light in the darkness. Keep crushing, Cortisol Bear. Thank you, Cortisol Bear. That was very cool. Very nice of you. Yeah, like between Kyneton and me, you're donating to five children that are white. Or you can give money to Tim Ballard to go save some brown kids. And by save, he means probably kill some brown kids. Hey, Seacow, is there a way you could link the timestamps directly to the video and make it a one-click segment? Yeah, yeah, you can absolutely do that. Like those little links I have there, you click it. I don't know if I'm even logged into my unauthorized right now. Like watch this. So let's just say, you half nigger fucking fag. Okay, okay, so let's just click on this. And this goes to unauthorized. Uh, yeah, I got to log in. Sorry, but it typically would go right to that. So episode 1676, Judgment Day, Muslim, Sharia, and Christian shame, the importance of holding public moral failings accountable. Wow, that sounds very intense. Some of my, some of my titles just make me laugh where it's like Tim Pool 
gets canceled by Dungeons and Dragons. Right now, if you click it right to the phase of the stream. Yeah, I'm just not signed into unauthorized. I got to re-sign in. I don't want everyone to see my fucking login. And they're not even Mexican brown. I mean, they're brown, Samoan Poppy. I know that you're brown, so you think that there's different types of brown. Like that you're above other brown. To me, you're all brown. Like there is no hierarchy. Hey, Owen, enjoyed the cop stories with Brandon. They do a, a job I could never do, and I pray for them often. Great cop story from Louisiana I recently heard from my old friend, Gene. Nice, that's my mom's name. Gene was a cop in a small town and was a state trooper for a while. Working in the town, he, oh, it's spelled G-E-N-E -E if it's a dude. Simone Poppy, big laughs, nice. He's like, no, they're, they're like the worst brown. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like brown. Uh, Gene pulls the clicker out of his pocket, opens the trunk, and they get him into the trunk. Hang on. He and his partner ran into a huge drunk guy who was kicking the shit out of both of them. The huge guy is drunk and kicking, screaming. Gene tells his partner, I'll be at the station in five minutes, to which his partner says, it don't take five minutes to get to the station. Gene replies, five minutes, then takes the guy for the ride of his life, racing over railroad tracks, taking flight, then utilizing a series of braking actions, rinse, repeat, two or three times. Finally, the guy stops kicking and screaming. After the loose spare tire banged him around over the track flights. At the station, Gene tells the guy, you're a big guy and you could kill somebody when you're drunk like that. Next time that happens, I'll just kill you and there isn't a jury around here that will convict me. That's super intense. I'm going to make sure that I don't say where Gene is from. A few months later, the guy's drunk again. Gene is on parole, gets the call, and shows up. Huge drunk guy ready to fight another cop. When he sees Gene, he heaves a sad sigh, puts his head on the car, and his hands behind his back. So Gene thanks the guy for not giving him a hard time, buys him some coffee and donuts before taking him to the station for a drunk test. At the station, he passes the drunk test and gets off of the charge, which, which took two tests because the administering officer couldn't believe it after the first test. Yeah, he's probably got wet brain. Wet brain drunks can be act like they're fucked up without even being drunk. Um, all right. This was law enforcement in Louisiana about 25 years ago. I enjoyed your show and sense of humor. Keep up the good work. Cajun Ray. Thanks, Cajun Ray. Gene sounds like my type of guy. Greens, Big Bear, I've been listening since the first time Vox gave you a shout out and have been an unauthorized.tv since the beginning. I try and listen to every stream, but I'm way behind most of the time. I listened to stream 1698 the other day after you considered pulling back and was reading the letters. One of the bears wrote and encouraged everyone to get back to take the time and write. I really appreciate your You Better Work Bitch stream. It reminded me that work in and of itself is a good thing. It was the push I needed to just go work on something around the house, even if there was nothing immediate to do. Yeah, it's called the Protestant work ethic. The Catholic work ethic is to wear a robe and try and jerk off a statue. We can niggle that later. There is one time in my life when I think God actually spoke to me. Two years ago, I was starting out the window, uh, staring out the window, wishing we lived out in the country on some land. I heard, you'll never have more if you don't use what you already have. My dumbass was just hoping I'd get something, then figure out how to take care of it. But that's not how it works. 
You have to build before you inherit or something like that. Yeah, exactly. That spring we put in five raised beds and started our garden. This, yeah, it's actually uh, spiritually you're supposed to use all the land you own. So the more land you get, it's actually harder. 10 acres is like my max unless we're doing like, uh, uh, actually no, with pastures for animals, I could do a lot of, a lot of land. But if you're just like growing shit and chickens, you, like you're supposed to use all your land. Uh, anyway, we live in a city and uh, can't keep chickens and we're looking into what we could do. We wound up getting and hiding quail behind the house. Now we have more eggs than we can use. I didn't know it at the time, but I've heard quail are gay. Yeah, they're gay. So here is some something to start paying that gay away just in time. Little super chat here. What does it say? Here's a tip for the best comedy in the realm. Thanks for the comedy and spell breaking. Keep crushing. Nuga Bear. Thank you, Nuga Bear. Thanks for, thanks for maintaining your bear name despite being screamed at by a guy in jean shorts. Yeah, sometimes you just got to niggle it. Upstate Mama Bear says, I've great news, bears. My son and daughter in law told me they're going to have a grant. I'm going to be a grandma in February. Oh my God, that's, that's amazing. You are a success in this life. Being a grandparent is like the ultimate accomplishment in life. Not only are you a parent, but you raised your kids well enough where they became parents. Thank you for all the gravy, the hope you give, and showing us what is possible. May I be verified as Red Cedar Bear? Yeah, great name. Welcome, Red Cedar Bear. P.S. I've broken the one-page rule, so feel free to boil, to bail on the rest of the letter. It's okay. I remember an inter uh, interesting story from an older lady at church I used to go to. When she was young, her dad traveled around speaking at churches and also uh, gave sermons on the radio. One day when she was an adult and after her dad had passed years before, a man contacted her saying he had listened to a sermon on the radio and wanted to talk to him. She told him he had been gone for years. He was very confused because he heard, uh, he heard it live and it wasn't a recording. She said he hadn't done those shows or sermons or anything in 40 years. The radio signal in its entirety had been bouncing around in the sky the entire time waiting for just that moment. Whoa, that's intense. Very cool. Hopefully Nagel will be bouncing around for a long time too. Big Bear, offended boomer voice. It had to be this gay. Excuse me, it had to be this way. Patriots in control. All caps, roided voice. Nothing can stop what's coming. Nothing. Public awakening. Game over. Come before the storm. Enjoy the movie. Popcorn emoji. Crimes against children will unite humanity. Yeah, child abuse will unite humanity. Trump rescuing children from the sewer. I think Q sayings are pretty gay as if definitive statements equal truth. Nothing can stop what's coming is especially gay like saying nothing can stop the future from approaching. Yeah, totally. So funny. My Mandelu was always if you build it, he will ejaculate. Apparently now it's if you build it, he will come. Or it had to be this way, like saying outside forces are outside of your control. Yeah, it's just regurgitating obvious shit, but they're writing in a way where you can squirt. Meaningless generic mantras, even Chinaman. Yeah, where we go, one, we go all. 
Like, what does that mean? Everyone's going to die one day. That's, that's what my brother would say. He'd be like, everyone's going to die. Everyone dies. I'm like, I know brother. He's like, but do you know though? Everyone dies. I'm like, yes, I ponder that sometimes. Everyone fucking dies. We need to make a we need to abuse these kids to make a movie about saving abused kids. Give me money, Q-Tard. Even shine them a fortune cookies are more specific with uh, predicting the future. It is possible to spell break the cute illusion at this point. No, if at this point you don't see it, I mean, I just enjoy your day. You know, you can be like, you can be like Buzz Aldrin and wear three watches and three rings. Like that guy, who's having more fun than Buzz Aldrin? I mean, look at that guy. He's got on three watches like an actual retard. They're like, Buzz, Buzz, you get three watches. He's like, I get three watches. I go to the moon with my two best friends. They dropped the cue from the LARP and are still pushing it. My mom's boomer neighbor is waiting for trunk and the white hat. She says it's not cue, but hold type haters. Yeah, it's, it's a defense mechanism. It's a survival instinct. I don't, I don't like to be mean to people. It's like, like, like Buzz, Buzz is such a fucking brain dead retard that he's like, I'm wearing three watches and three rings because 33 is my best friend's favorite number. I feel like only the big bear himself can spell break Q now help. Thank you, third eye bear. No, we don't have to spell break shit. I mean, it's all been laid out. I mean, if at this point after January 6th and Project Warp Speed and Q and all that, if at this point you're like, white hat's in control. It's like, yeah, just throw on three watches and call it a day. Um, Dear Owen, Coruscant Bear here. I think you've been spot on calling out the Catholic Church for being a pedophile organization. Yeah, and it's not that you have a few pedophiles and there's more in the public school. It's that I believe Catholicism, the entire purpose is pedophilia. And I think it goes all the way back to Constantine. And yeah, how funny it would be if Constantine was just a pedophile. In fact, I think the goal all along for the ROC has been to cover up truth, history, and subvert the power of the Bible. When it comes to the homo and pedophile stuff, the Bible clearly says that all deacons of the church must have at least one wife. But what it really means is no wives and fuck kids. That's why it's all about free will. Like they'll straight up tell you shit that they're doing the opposite of, but it's your decision. Like you get to choose it. And then they get to feast. Feast. Then they stick them together with a bunch of other men and children. And of course, before that happens, these men are vetted. To be sure that they have low scruples and homosexual and pedophile tendencies to begin with. Yeah, the whole purpose, I believe, is pedophilia. It's called the Velvet Mafia. E. Michael Jones talks about it. They don't promote you unless you're gay. It's like Hollywood's like that. And it's because it's the way to keep all their power. And it's because I believe that the Pope, quote unquote, is like an embodiment of a demon. Okay. The ROC leadership is full of true monsters. And, and my belief is that they have been satanic from the beginning. Thank you for calling the sick freaks out. Sincerely, Coruscant about. Yeah, some people are like, yeah, ever since Vatican II, I'm like, what about all those naked baby boys all over the fucking Sistine Chapel? What about all the, like, there's statues of, like, little kids sucking, like, dicks. I'm not kidding. 
And they're like, well, I mean, they, they went through a phase, a phase, like a thousand fucking years of just a phase. And they haven't taken down the pedo statues. They have a giant statue of ball right in front of their fucking door. Yeah, but it's just, it's about history. Oh, okay, whatever. My evil head. The pedophiles are just trying to raise awareness one victim at a time. Yeah, I mean, they have to rape the kids in order to show people how dangerous pedophilia is. They would really make that argument. They really would. I did a joke once that my mom told me to never do again. And I, even though I thought it was a really funny joke, I think my mom was right. And it, it's not even a true story. It's, uh, it's just, I was dating a girl who was going to, uh, to uh, these stupid fucking uh, self-defense classes. And uh, this is a true story. I, but the, the punchline isn't a true story. My mom was like, you don't want to say that on stage. But you can see where I was getting at how funny it is. And, uh, and she was like, so if an attacker comes out, if attacker's going to come out, I hit him here, I hit him here, and then I hit him here. And I'm like, that's not going to work. And she's like, oh, yeah, yes, it will. I can fight off any attacker. If someone's trying to rape me, I can show them who's boss. I'm like, listen, I care about you, and I want to show you how wrong you are. So I did what any loving boyfriend would do, and I just I raped her just to show her how little those moves work. I didn't actually rape her. But I just, I mean, it's obviously that that's a funny joke. Like, you get my intention, where it's like, that is a sick argument. But it's Mama Jean in charge of Stan Surprise. Yeah. My mom was like, you don't want a joke that ends in, I raped her. And I'm like, you know, are you not getting the joke? And she's like, Owen, you don't want to say that sentence no matter what the context is. And I'm like, eh, okay. But I just thought it was funny to be like, listen, I really want to show you how vulnerable you are. It's like, no, no, I'll do this and that and then this. I'm like, okay, let's play make-believe that I'm an attacker. Try and stop me. And I raped her. Um, hilarious joke. Yeah, it's a funny joke, but it is, it is dark. And so the, there, there honestly could be an argument at some point by the Tim Ballard Underground Railroad Neocon Squirtfest where they're like, we raped the kids to show people how vulnerable the kids are. Now nah, it was a great joke, says Emma Bear. Eh, I mean, to say you rape your girlfriend is, it's not something I want on my resume. Like Norm's joke that included, I love Hitler. Yeah, but in the joke, I say I, because it would have been consensual. Like I wouldn't have raped, but you get what I'm saying. It's dark, but yeah. My mom was right because it, it is still me saying I raped her, which in no context is acceptable. Even though the joke is, I'm going to show you how wrong you are about your recent self-defense class, like with someone who's consenting to me, but it's funny. All right, I got to go. I got to go to the dentist. Codsworth, final super chats. Great joke. Yeah, I think it's a pretty fuck. Make it a third person. No, no, I'm not doing the joke. Codsworth, final super chats. I do have to go. Unauthorized.tv, PO Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Thank you all for the super chats. Uh, we'll roll out Niggle soon. I know you guys are very excited about it. Um, BertariaCampgrounds.com. Help us buy the next 40 acres for the, the campground. 
Uh, we're caught up. I have Dennis tomorrow. Nice wobbly bear. All right, guys. Be fruitful, multiply. Don't be fruiting, boy guy.